You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 43. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Arisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I'm Iya Omileti. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality, and growth. So this is a good one. Turn up the volume in your car, put on your earbuds on blast, grab a cup of tea, something good and healthy to drink. Water's good too. And let's chat. This episode is being brought to you by our sponsor, Olubumi Creations. Are you loving Orisha and Orisha things? That is the shop that makes things with Orisha in mind. Think of a place where you can find that special gift for that Orisha lover, just like you, like a priest that you are really caring for that great babalao in your life or your friend as you're growing up in your traditions, a god sister, a god brother. It has greeting cards, art, and some other stuff. And I'm going to share a couple of things as a sneak peek at the end of this episode. With that, let's get this episode rolling. Have you seen Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. You know, when Gandalf comes up and this bad creature is coming up, it's like on a bridge thing in like the abyss from hell. And he comes up with his stick and he says, you shall not pass. Did you watch it? You know what I'm talking about? If not, it's really a good series. If you like that type of great action, epic fantasy movie, which I do. I am a great fan. And that is what kind of inspired me to create this episode of You Shall Not Scam. (laughs) Anyway, I thought I would bring in some humor and a good movie. This is how priests in the traditions feel. They do their best to keep scammers out, but they keep coming. They come as a man. They come as a nice man, as a nice woman, and they come in droves like the orc. Again, back to the movie. It's like you block one And just a day later, another one messages you and then another one messages you. And this is how it starts with long name, Baba, long African name here. And now, by the way, it's women too. So it's not just men anymore. Iya, long African name here. And they see you posting in a Facebook group or they catch you following someone on Instagram because that's public knowledge. Basically, they came across your name through whatever means and they DM you. They send you a private message and here you go thinking, oh, this is a sign from heaven. And you're like, yes, this is the answer to my prayers. Ah." And you engage and your hell 
begins. You know I like stories, and if you don't know me yet, you will learn I like stories. I get daily messages, and it's basically something like this. Please help me, is this right? And then they put their story there. So I'm going to tell you a story. So because we're going to be talking about two ladies, I'm going to give one a name. The lady that I am speaking about, let's call her Monique, okay? Monique it is. And the other, the one who's supposedly a priestess, we're going to call her the scammer, okay? Monique and the scammer. Okay, Monique messages me in the Orisha Wisdom page on Facebook. And it was really, really long. It was a very, very long message. And if you don't know this about me, I am notorious for giving you a call. What made me call her, one, I didn't want to type because it was very long. And two, this is what made it. She said that she was terrified for the life of her daughter and her own. And when I saw that, because I, I, I skim through a lot of the messages, because I get throughout the day, not only through our Facebook group, but in emails and private messages. So I skim a lot. But that, that was a big red flag for me. And her story goes something like this. I'm going to shorten it because it was really long. But she was in some tarot group on Facebook. She basically wanted to get her ex-boyfriend back. Someone reached out to Monique and they tell her that they can read her with Arisha. They ask for her full name, picture of her right palm and her picture and the picture of her ex. So of course, Monique is like, great, she's going to fix all my problems. Orisha's like powerful voodoo stuff. That's great. I got this in the bag. This is great. So the scammer lady tells her that the reading is going to cost her 40 bucks. Not bad, right? It's a, it's a decent price. So that's good. And that they would email her the results. She needed to do something. So after the reading came in, don't worry, we're going to fix everything for you. This is an email. So she wasn't present. This is an email that comes to her and says, don't worry, we're going to fix it. We got to put something up in the temple and it's going to cost you a hundred bucks. Monique tells them, "Ah, I just don't know about that. Because you got to think about it. When people are coming in from the tarot world, it's like, take a bath, light this candle. It's a little different when you're dealing with Espiritismo versus coming here to this Orisha universe. It's totally different. It's like a different set of fruit altogether. The scammer lady then starts putting pressure on her. And Monique is like, I just don't know if I want to do this. I'm not sure. The scammer lady then puts more pressure and tells her, listen, I got the materials for this thing, spiritual work that I'm going to do for you. And I got it today. So I need your 100 bucks because I already got this stuff, which to me honestly makes no sense as she kept messaging her relentlessly for the 100 bucks that day. I doubt that she was able to get anything from any store if anything was ever gotten. I just doubt it. Now, Monique, I said, you know what? I'm going to call you. 
she agreed. And I said, listen, I'll call you because it was very long. And I really didn't want to type. I know it's bad, but I don't always want to type. I'm not as quick as you young folks on the phone. I do talk to text. And she was scared. The scammer lady tells her constantly that if she doesn't, that if Monique does not pay the 100 bucks, that she is going to send spirits to hurt her and her daughter. And that she can do it because she knows who she is. She has her name and she has her pictures. Now Monique is scared, like really, really scared at this point. And not only for her life, but for her daughter's life. And I remember speaking to her and her voice was very shaky and breathy. It's like she was running a marathon and she was on the phone and she was talking a mile a minute. Like I had to like, wait, 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 hold on. Can you explain this to me? Because she was just on and on. She was very, very, I mean, the only way that I can describe that was fear. It was just so prevalent in that call. Then Monique decides to block the scammer priestess. And she does not want to proceed with the $100. The scammer lady then begins to use one of her many other aliases and then messages her that she knows what she did, what Monique did. She knows, I know what you did, Monique, and you better pay up the 100 bucks or else you are going to get hurt and your daughter is going to get hurt. Now, Monique blocks the new aliases and they keep coming different ones almost every day or every other day. She's trying on her sage, her things. She wants to know what she can do to get rid of her or if anything can be done because she feels that this bad voodoo stuff is working and she is falling apart. Somehow she finds our Orisha Wisdom Scammer Priest's blog post. Uh, Don't worry about it. If you don't know about it, I will post it into the show notes. She starts comparing. Is this apples to apples or apples to oranges? Now she's worried, but she's wondering if this is a scammer or if this person is really going to hurt her and her daughter. This is when we start to chat. Now, after this, she tells me the whole story. I kind of interject in between them and ask questions whenever I can. Poor thing. And this is now where this podcast episode is coming in. You want to know why I mentioned this story to you guys? She is not alone. She's also not the first one. Somebody's getting scammed right this second, actually. And she's not going to be the last. She was a target though. She was very easy prey and she fell for it. We teach in Alejo's 101, this is definitely not the thing that you go for when you're talking to a priest. We teach you how to recognize scammer priests. We teach this in Alleges 101. We teach this in our Facebook Orisha Wisdom community. Other priests teach the same thing with their blogs, with their videos, but folks still go for it. Maybe they didn't come to us first, but many are falling into these scammers' nets of hell on the daily, and they have made it into a big business. So let's take a look a little bit deeper to see what happened 
so that you can quickly figure out if you're dealing with a scammer. Number one, scammers will message you first. When I first got started in the traditions, I dealt with a couple of people, but when I first got into the Orisha traditions, I dealt with a Lukumi Babalao, still love him. And he told me this that always stuck with me, even though I was young and crazy. But he did say this, Ifa looks for no one. It is us who come to the foot of Ifa. And that means that, because I asked, I used to ask him all kinds of questions. And one of the questions is, if you know, if, if you know that an Egwin is trying to tell you or, or something, if you know something is about to happen, why don't you get involved? Or why don't you tell them? Why don't you look for them? And he said, Ifa looks for no one. It is us who come to the foot of Ifa. If they message you with anything that sounds like this, Ifa sent me. Your ancestors sent me a message. Your ancestors sent me to get you. Orisha sent me to you. Scam. So I'm going to repeat it. The message of Ifa sends me to you. I believe that I can help you because the power of Ifa, anything that looks anything relevant like that, scam. Number two, Monique didn't know what type of reading she got. It was, don't worry, pay me the $40 and I'm going to email you the results. doesn't work that way. The scammer kept saying Oracle, but nothing was mentioned that resembles our readings, which is why, especially during this COVID season, you can still get readings done online, but you are able to see the Oracle. You're able to see the throws. You're able to see what was used. And then, oh, you know, Oshe came out or this came out and this is what this Odun says. None of that happened. And since this wasn't done live, nothing was able to verify that the reading even took place. Number three, there was no message from Odu. Like I mentioned a little bit beforehand. Usually when the priests are throwing, they're like, ah, this is Oshemeji. This is what this Odun means. Okay, don't worry about the Odun. But it's like you, you'll know that an Odun was referred to and this is where the message is coming from. Number four, this is a big one. We don't do pictures of hands, palms, ever, ever. And this is not the first time I hear it, ever. Just don't do that. We do full names, birth dates, and some priests require the parents' names. So if you're reaching out and you're like, oh, what's your name? Oh, my name is Monique, blah, blah, blah. I was born on January 1st on this year. My mother's name is Monique also. Last name's name is mine. And my father's name is, you know, Nelson and last name is the same. That's fine. And that's okay. If somebody asks you for a picture of your hand, your feet, your foot, your nail, your hair, your earlobe, scam, scam. Number five, very important, legitimate priests will never threaten you if you do not do an ebo ever. I'm going to repeat that because people don't seem to get it. Legitimate priests will never, ever threaten you if you don't do an ebo or a spiritual work. It's just the word that we use. They might remind you to do your ebo if they know you. Like I'm married 
and my husband is a priest. And if I, he knows if I get a reading, what type of a bow, he's like, you know, you didn't do that a bow. That's very different. But if you're new to this, a legitimate priest will never, ever pursue you to finish that ebo. If they do, scam. Okay? Number six, legitimate priests will never, ever, ever, ever threaten your family if you don't do a spiritual work with them. Ever. Folks in our traditions have to follow a code of ethics. And this is not even a fine line, but a big, thick, very heavy metal barrier that we must never, ever, ever cross. If you get your family threatened by somebody claiming to be a priest, if you don't do a spiritual work, scam right away. Number seven, this is a fine line one, but I'm going to mention it for the purpose of learning and getting you to work with somebody that's really good. Ethically, we're not here to bring your ex-boyfriend back or ex-girlfriend back. If, this is ethically, if it is your husband, and that means your legal husband, you went to church, you wore the dress, you did the, I do the, yes, I will be faithful, and he's the father of your four kids, then you have the right to defend that. If it is some man or some woman that you were sleeping with and you really liked them, but he or she left you, let that be. Ethically ethically, priests would not pursue this avenue. But I know of priests that will do some spiritual work to get your man back or to get your girl back. However, since we teach about going to ethical and great priests, great priests are ethicals. They're ethical people. They, they follow a high moral code. If a priest that you're working with does not have a high moral code, what can you really expect from him or her? It's just a note, just something to think about. It is my passion. Really, it has become my passion to help folks avoid scammers. The stories that I hear are heart-wrenching. And it's not just women. I just used Monique, as an example, it's not her real name, by the way, but we had to pick a name. It's men too. And they, everybody, people just get suckered out of one hundred, many hundreds, and some out of thousands of dollars. So it, it just happens. I really want you to remember this top list. Number one. If they message you first, scammer alert. I should have like, like red lights popping off and wee, wee, scammer alert, scammer alert. I would need to do that. Number two, if they tell you I can solve all your problems, scammer alert, because that's not true. If they tell you I can solve all your problems, just send me XYZ dollars and I'll fix it all, scammer alert. We do not have Orisha at our beck and call. And I heard this actually just recently, like we don't have them in our pockets and 
they can choose not to help us. And that was really sobering because it's like, what if you call Oshun and she doesn't help you? That would be so sad, but it's her choice. They can choose not to help. Number three, if they are not reading you with the Dilogun or with Ifa, scammer alert right away. Number four, if they ask you for a picture of your body parts, I don't care what it is. It could be a fingernail. For a reading, scammer alert. We don't do that. Actually, some people might require a picture, but no priest that I know that is a legitimate priest has ever asked for a picture that I can think of. Not when you yourself are going to the reading because you yourself are usually there or live. So I'm iffy about the picture of you, but definitely no body parts. No body parts. If they ask you for a body part, scammer, scammer, scammer alert. Number five, if they hound you for an ebo or a spiritual work, scammer alert. Nobody should ever hound you. Six, if they threaten you or your family or your home or your pet bunny in any way, scammer alert. That's like a block and run the other direction. Seven, if they are willing to take that married woman's husband to bring back your ex, they try to bend the will of the heavens. And this is not an ethical person. And that's something that you also must consider. Do you want to put yourself in the hands of someone who's willing to do unethical things? What if someone else does that unethical something to you? Would you like that? It's just something to think about. Okay, so I'm not going to say scammer, but unethical indeed. This type of episode, I kept it short, but to the point. There are scammers out there. They come into groups. They follow people. They watch what you do. I don't know how big that rabbit hole goes, but it happens quite a lot. It's not just fake Nigerian babalaos. It's not just men. It's women that are going after the U.S. dollars or the pounds because I've known people who have gotten scammed from all over the world. You don't have to be prey to scammers. You don't. Let's not give them any more prey for their scams. A knowledgeable person makes better choices. Be that person. One way that you become prey is by putting out all your business into a group. That is something that we totally discourage. Oh, I'm here and I need a reading because this is going on and woe go me. It's like their green light of, here we got one. We got a live one. Let's go get this one. Who's going to get them first? And the DMs start flowing in. Don't be that person. We've advised before that to look for a godparent, you should observe first. And if you feel a vibe towards how a person is responding, you reach out. We're not talking about going after a godparent. We're talking about, hey, I like the way this person responds. I like that they're, you know, poised and they don't yell at people. They don't curse. And they usually are pretty consistent. I would like to see if they do readings and you can reach out. 
But if anybody ever reaches out to you, scam. You don't have to be prey to scammers. I mean it. Let's not give them any more reason to scam us because now we know better. Okay, guys, you guys got this. If that has ever been you, just say, you know what? I bit the bullet with that. I will never be scammed again by any one of those fake priests. If they are priests, I don't even know. I don't even think they are. Okay, we're good. Say it out loud. I will not be scammed. I will not be prey to a scammer. I will not be prey. Say it with me. I will not be prey to a scammer. And if you have been, I will never be prey again. Awesome? I feel good. You have reached the end of this episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. A couple of things. A reminder that this episode was brought to you by Olubumi Creations. This was created for the Orisha Believer by an Orisha Believer. There are great gifts there from art. It's all original art, greeting cards. Nobody even does greeting cards anymore. Imagine how special they're going to feel when they get a greeting card that says something to their favorite, you know, priest in their life, you know, or may your Orisha bless you. That's going to be phenomenal. Check that out. Now, remember that I said there was going to be a couple of things I was going to be revealing. I'll let you know. Sadly, Olubumi Creations is not going to be making much jewelry anymore. Even though it's Orisha inspired, I know it's sad, but I want to focus Olubumi Creations more on the art portion of it. So check the show notes to get whatever jewelry is there as I'm not going to be making anymore. Maybe the ideas, maybe something else that's in it, but I'm not going to be making anymore. Catch whatever's there. It has been made by hand, with lots of love. I don't think I'm going to be making it, at least not now, not for a while. Now for the sneak peek that I promised, Olubumi Creations is going to have more Orisha art as there is more art right now, which is okay. But guess what? Coming out very, very soon, it's going to be coming out on mugs and something else to wear. We're going to be having Arisha things on t-shirts. So keep an eye out because I think I am thinking about something is brewing about doing a pre-sale before it comes out so that you could put your order before it comes in. So I'm pretty stoked about it. And the page is on the works. A lot of things are moving, but it's all gearing towards Orisha inspired art. So if you're a child of Oshun and Alegba, there's a piece of art there for you, offering dishes. It's been a lot of hard work, especially this past year and a half. And I wanted to share that. So be sure to check that out in the show notes. Also, in the show notes, I'm going to add the blog post. To this day, that post is the most visited. I get so many comments and it's going to be an eye opener. Read the comments. After you're done with the blog post, read the comments. That's what's so shocking. And it's so sad because I have to approve 
each and every one. And it breaks my heart to know that this is still happening. For the show notes, it's going to be really easy. Go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash four three for the 43rd episode. If you liked this episode, and I hope that you did and found it helpful, valuable for you, your friends, or anybody who has ever been through this, share this podcast episode so that they also can get something out of it, especially since we're talking about being prey. If you think somebody's trying to hound your friend, tell them about this episode. Tell them, tell them, tell them especially this episode. I would be so grateful if you have five minutes to spare. Just hop on over to iTunes, leave us a review. I read each and every one of them and it really does help to propel us so that they can get more views and we can help more people. Plus, like I said, I read every single one of those comments. It is very, very helpful, I have to admit. And They mean the world to me. Even if you think it doesn't and you think it's a quick word, it means the world. And if you are on YouTube, like the episode and subscribe. Click on that little bell icon so that you can be the first to know when there is a new video uploaded because we do our podcasts here, but we're also uploading them into YouTube because some people just love YouTube better. It's okay by me. I'm not judging. I love my YouTube. Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes. We're going to go through your questions from Ask a Priest and other topics. (laughs) And as I may have alluded to this before, but stay tuned because some of the upcoming episodes, we're going to tackle a topic that is so big that it's going to have to be done into more than one episode. It's one of those that is going to make you angry. It's going to make you cringe. You're not going to like what you're going to hear, but it's something that needs to be said. It needs to be discussed because as a community, we need to know what we're going into. This is not, you know, I'm going to get a tarot reading and get what I want. This is very, very different. And these sets of episodes that are in the works are going to help you see things in a different perspective and coming from the storyteller themselves. Hmm. So not everything is painted in the color of unicorns, although I wish it was. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo! Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.